welcome to the Well and Wealthy podcast with your host, Alicia McPherson. We have had some deep realizations in my world recently that I felt really important to share with you. If you're a wellness practitioner, an entrepreneur, building your business, and I've had these thoughts come up with myself this week. And then of course, we've been having this conversation in Empire, which is my mastermind for wellness practitioners. And this is the the realization that once you have started to build success and you're scaling, you're growing, you're amplifying your business, maybe you have a team now and you're looking for, for ways to expand. There becomes a point when you're not doing everything on your own anymore. You're not handling maybe the, the delivery of the offer. Maybe you brought in coaches or you've got a team that's helping you with that. Maybe you're not doing your sales. Whatever it is, you've delegated and you've become, instead of just that entrepreneur, you become become a CEO, you become a manager of people, you become the visionary opposed to the one doing all of the things. And although this can be really great because it allows you to buy back your time, it gives you more freedom, it allows you to grow and scale and reach new financial growth and build more wealth for yourself and your family, there's part of it that we have to be very mindful of because it can it can really affect you and it can affect the growth of your business and that is when you step out of being the entrepreneur which is doing everything yourself you're the the one-on-one care you're the marketer you're the sales you're everything once you reach a certain point and you start scaling you become that manager a leader the visionary the ceo and what can happen with this is you are the person that people go to when there's problems Okay, and it can feel like you're constantly putting out fires because you're the one that's responsible for fixing the issues. This is why we make really good leaders and entrepreneurs is we can problem solve and we can find the solution very quickly. But what can happen is that you become the only person people go to when there's a problem. And so your day is constantly filled with problem, 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 problem. And that can really affect your your mental and emotional health because I know for myself, I'm driven by impact and I'm driven by success. And if I don't see those things, it's really hard for me to move forward and and market the business. If someone's struggling in any of my programs, I really struggle with the marketing and sales piece. So if I'm constantly seeing problem everywhere, every day, only problems, it's going to severely affect my ability to show up and it's also going to affect my mental and emotional health as well. So we've had to put a lot of a lot of markers I'm going to say, a lot of um, processes in my business to make sure I'm seeing the good because people don't necessarily tell you as the CEO, as the leader, when the good things are happening, they just tell you when there's a problem, right? So if you're constantly seeing these problems, it's going to make you think like nothing is good. My program's not good. My offer's not good. My marketing's not good. You're constantly going to be given that image. So we had to create a lot of processes in my business where I am seeing the good. And I've taken a lot of trauma courses is um, to become a trauma-informed practitioner for both my wellness business but also my weight loss program and there's this five to one ratio that we need to see in order for us to stay in this good place so I need to see five goods before I'm given one bad and that's going to help me stay motivated but if I'm constantly seeing even like five bads, five goods, that's going to affect me because we, we paint the picture of bad a lot bigger than we, than we paint the picture of good, 
right? So we've had to train my team and, and constantly reinforce this, that when there's a good, I see it. When there's a good, the entire team sees it because then it's going to get my energy behind it and the whole team's energy behind it. We ran into a, a bit of a problem this last eight months with um, our, my relationship. So Kirk works with me in the business and he is what we call the CEO shield. So if anything goes wrong, he sees it first and then he decides what to bring to me. But it became a problem and I, and I just noticed it last week. I had the realization of what was happening. Every time I would see him, I would get anxiety and he would like walk through the house and I would get anxious. And in the summer, he left for a weekend and he came back and I said, man, it was the first time I felt like I could breathe, that there wasn't this pressure around me. And he's not doing anything wrong. He's an incredible person. He's an incredible partner. But how we had it set up was that he was coming to me with every problem. And so I would look at him and anticipate something bad happening, right? And it could just be a client concern. It could be a breakdown. It could be a team issue. It could have been anything. And, and they weren't necessarily emergencies, but they weren't good. Right? They weren't good things happening. It meant like I had to step in and, and provide a solution. I had to pay attention to this issue to solve it. So I was actually forming neural patterns around him being bad news, right? him being anxiety, him being like, oh, I got to go fix something. So it, it's been going on for a while where every time I'd see him, I'd get this anxiety with, with, with him and it was impacting our relationship because I was a little bit nervous of him, right? And he's a great, he's a just amazing person. So I had that thought the other day of, I think that you're bringing me only bad news and it's starting to impact us. We need to change something. So we've set a rule now that it is a, it is almost a, a 10 to one because we have to shift the focus away from him being bad news to him being exciting. So, and there's so many amazing things to celebrate in my business. We have so many clients getting exceptional results, people being so happy with the program, the team doing really good jobs. So I need to see that more because it was being protected from me as well. And, and that can be a big problem in our business when we're not seeing the good once you start scaling. So we have um, our team Slack channel will have a changing the world and I am always on the coaches. I need to see the successes. It doesn't matter what it is, how big or small, I have to see it. And so I'm pushing them all the time to send me more and more so that I can see the success. And also um, they're instructed when they get on calls, they're asking first, what are we celebrating? What are we celebrating so that we can all celebrate it together? It also is good for the clients too, because when you're so focused on the bad and you're so focused on what needs to be fixed, it's hard to see the light. Now with our relationship, whenever he comes in the door, he's got to tell me something good. And right now we're working on that 10 to one ratio so that I start forming new neural patterns of him being something exciting, him bringing me good news, him bringing me something that I'm gonna be excited to see opposed to the anxiety. And then over time, it can move to a five to one. But it, this is just a reminder that depending on where you're at in your business, if you're growing, scaling, this is one of the downsides of it is you become the person that's putting out the fires opposed to the one who was right in it and you were seeing all the success. When I was doing everything myself, I was always seeing the success and it was so easy to build my business because I was fueled off the impact that I was making. And as you grow and scale and you've got other people coming in and stepping into those roles, this has to be a priority for you to see it because we go into to being healthcare professionals because we care so much about the success and the impact that we're making. Right? If we're not seeing that, if we're not seeing the healing changes that we're making, 
we're not going to have that fire and that motivation to keep going, right? Because we are so driven by impact. I'm not as driven by money or even lifestyle as I am about the change we're making in people's lives. So I have to see this every single day, multiple times a day. So make sure in your business that you have things structured that you are also seeing this, because if you're not, you're going to feel resentful, bitter, burned out. You're not going to be impacted. You're not going to want to go and create and and have those creative neurons and creative pathways really sparking. So I I hope that this resonated with you. It was a big realization for me because I knew something has been off the last six months and I've started to realize, hey, I'm not seeing the good and there's so much good. And as I'm pushing my team to share more of it every day, they're they're popping in these groundbreaking, life-changing realizations, even as simple as our clients are sleeping through the night and now they wake up and they feel excited to start their day. Like That is huge. That is massive. And my team was kind of downplaying it in the past, right? They're, they didn't think it was a, a cause for celebration unless someone lost 30 pounds, they weren't celebrating it. But for me, that is amazing news to see. Even losing two inches off their waist is incredible. So you want to see those milestones for yourself, for your team, right? To, to encourage them to get excited about this and also for your clients. Because if, again, they're focused on the lack or focused on what's needs to be fixed in their health constantly, they're not going to see the light. They're not going to see the, the things they can celebrate and the progress forward. So anyway, I hope that this was helpful for you as you're growing and scaling your business. This is what's going to keep you motivated to help you hit the next level. 